guys, welcome back to my podcast and a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. We have a lot to go through today. I have a lot to update you on. I'm going to be telling you about my trip to Miami, to Mexico, how I almost joined a cult, my favorite places to go on holiday, and how I might have a boyfriend again. Okay, so I have a lot to update you guys on today. I usually record this podcast like on the same day every single week so I only ever have like a week of content to update you on and like not a lot happens in my life so it's usually not that much but for some reason the way it's worked out I haven't recorded this podcast in two weeks so I have two weeks of stuff to update you on today and I'm really really jet lagged and I have really bad brain fog for some reason so bear with me while I try to get my words out and try to tell you all these stories I have to tell and like try to wreck my brain for all these memories because I'm really struggling today it's very snowy today I woke up well it started snowing last night and it was so nice I literally love when it snows I think it might be Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know, it's not my favourite weather because I don't actually like going outside in it, but like from sitting inside when it snows, it's my favourite weather ever, weather ever, weather ever. Um, and like, you know, like a night when it snows and it like never actually goes properly dark, do you know what I mean? Like it's still like light for some reason at like midnight, even when it snows. Oh, it's incredible. Um, so it started snowing last night. I went for like a really nice walk at like half ten. Like, I feel like I never usually do that. I never usually leave my house past like nine o'clock if I'm not like going out out. I always thought whenever I was younger and I finally had the freedom to do my own things that I would like go to Tesco's every night at 1am if I felt like it or like just go to the corner shop do you know what I mean I just thought I would go and see my friends and I just go for drives and do all this kind of stuff and I actually never do and now I have my own house and I I don't have my mum like telling me I can't leave the house I can't go out at any time of the day I don't I don't go out late at night but I went out last night at half 10 I honestly like it was like thrilling I walked to the corner shop got myself some tomato puree came back made some like midnight pasta because fuck it why not because I live on my own I can do whatever I want and yeah, I woke up this morning. Right, so basically, I got back from I was I was I had my travels. I was in Miami and Mexico, which I'll update you fully on. But I got back like two days ago, and I really shouldn't be jet lagged because it was like an overnight flight, and I did sleep the entire time. So like, I have absolutely no reason to be jet lagged. But I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Maybe I'm about to get sick or something. But like one time, I took um, a, a sleeping pill to go to sleep. And I did have a great sleep. I slept for like, I think like 12 hours or something. Uh, But I felt so groggy and horrible for the like next three days after. And I was like, oh my God, like that was the first and last time I'll ever take a sleeping pill. Like I'd rather just like, like not sleep or something like on flights and stuff. Like I don't even care anymore. I'll just watch movies. Like if, if it means 
I don't have to take a sleeping pill because like I people I feel like they're really normalized these days and obviously like they, they've become a bit of an epidemic as well with like not medicinal use but um I feel like yeah I see people all the time being like gonna take my sleeping pill now like on the plane like it's like a really really common thing and I was like oh it must just be like a really fine thing to take a sleeping pill on a plane no don't do it horrible horrible stuff it's not even a nice sleep either like I don't remember my I didn't remember my dreams I just felt like I just felt like I been hit by a truck the next day and that's what I feel like now and like that was like months and months ago I think that was maybe a year ago I took a sleeping pill on a flight but like this time um I did not take any sleeping pills and I just I just feel like I've been hit by seven trucks all at once and I, I don't know what's going on but yeah I woke up today at like midday didn't go out last night went out at half 10 to the corner shop to get myself some tomato puree and woke up at like 12 today and just looked outside and saw the snow and I was like I'm not getting out of bed I did get out of bed because I am here half an hour later looking a little bit rough quite cozy though don't I look quite cozy um <laughs> but I actually did stay up quite late last night because it was the season finale of White Lotus guys if you haven't watched White Lotus you really need to it's incredible it's the best show ever it's on Sky Sky Atlantic I think I just got the new Sky Glass and I've set it up last night I got it in like a white colour because you can get them in all different colours it sounds like an ad I actually did do an ad for them but this isn't an ad I'm just telling you about it because I just got it last night Um, they have like pink, blue, green and I got the white one because like my bedroom's like pretty like it's like all white Um, and it's so good and like you'll be sitting in bed and you can just go hello Sky play White Lotus and it just plays it kind of scary because it means it's listening it's listening out for it, you to say hello Sky it's kind of like Alexa scary when you think about it people always get weird about that and they're like i would never put an alexa in my house because it's it's just like listening to you waiting for you to say alexa and like it can like record all your conversations and i'm like i literally like what the fuck do i speak about in my house i don't even speak in my house like obviously like i live my own so i'm not really speaking very often but if i do have someone around i'm i'm not saying anything important like i don't when people say that i think they've got some sort of god complex because i know that like they're not saying anything that important that they don't want alexa listening alexa can listen to my conversations as much as she wants but yeah watch what season finale of white lotus last night incredible incredible stuff season two really oh actually i don't even want to i'm not gonna give anything away because in case you haven't watched it but just this is this is your sign to watch it anyway so i was on travels there for like two weeks i was in miami with work and then i went to mexico with my ex-boyfriend and i have lots to tell you so let's get straight into it so i went to the airport to go to miami and i was going with work so the, the brand that i was going with they booked my flights for me and I had the weird, like, not the weirdest, like, it was just, like, the, the strangest, not strange, I don't want to, like, sound, like, mean, because I'm really appreciative that they did get me this service, because I was like, wow, this is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing, like, I'm never going to book myself this, but I get, like, a text the night before I get to the airport from this, like, unknown number being like, hey, like, I'll meet you at the airport, and I was like, who is this, like... <laughs> Like, do I have a friend traveling with me that I'm not sure of? Like, is someone from the company traveling with me? Like, who knows? So I was like, hello, who is this? And they're like, oh, like, I'll, I'll be your... I don't even know what they said. They didn't say escort. They said something like, I'll, I'll help you through the airport. And I was like, not sure what to expect here. But it was like, it was my bedtime by the time that he sent me that text. And I was like, I had to wake up at like 6 a.m. for the flight. That's such a lie. I literally woke up at like 10 a.m. Sorry. Um so I just I was like right I'm just gonna go to sleep I'll deal with this when I get to the airport so I get to the airport was kind of expecting like this man to be like I don't know waiting for me outside my car but obviously like he didn't know what car I was coming in like I I didn't know I just didn't know what to expect but he wasn't there and I went to the check-in desk and started checking in and then he rang me this number rang me and he was like hey where are you and I was like 
I'm just I'm just putting my bags under the belt. And he's like, okay, I'm coming. And he comes and he's like, hi, sorry, like, sorry, I'm late. Um, I'll just put these up for you. And this man takes my bags and puts them on the belt. And I'm assuming, like, obviously he was some sort of escort service because he said, like, I'm going to help you through the airport today. I didn't know that was a thing. But he puts my bags in the belt for me. Very nice of him, but definitely could have done it myself. And then we both walk to security, just like standard Heathrow security, you know, been through it a hundred times. And he stands with me and I go first through security. All good. Don't get checked. Don't have to get padded on. And I get my stuff, put it in my bag and I'm waiting for him. He goes through, but he like beeps like crazy. And they like spend ages like padding him down. Like they put his shoes in for testing. They're swabbing his hands. Like they're doing the most. And I'm just stood there like, am I supposed to wait for it? It was, it was so, it was, it was crazy. I just didn't know what to do. And then he was like mouthing at me and being like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, babe, like, this is like, this is crazy. Like, do not be sorry. He comes through and he's like, sorry about that. So what do you want to do now? He's like, do you want me to bring you to the lounge? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm all good. I think I'm just going to go to a spot shopping. Because if you know me, you know Heathrow is my favorite place in the fucking earth. Every time I go, I do crazy shopping. It's like the only place I feel like I actually, like, I don't really do in-person shop. I don't really shop a lot. I don't, yeah, no, I really don't shop a lot. But like whenever I'm in Heathrow, there's just something comes over me. I'm like, oh my God, I need to spend all my money in this airport. It's like my favorite place in the world. Um, So I was obviously away to do some serious shopping. And he was like, uh, so I was like, oh no, I'm just going to go do shopping. Like, I, it's fine. And he's like, do you want me to come with you? And I was like, babe, no, take the day off, go home, see your family. Like, I do not need you to come shopping with me. And it was just the most interesting thing ever. And then he, he left and that was that. And I was like, is this what rich people do? Like, or like, what is the purpose of that? Like, I feel like maybe it's in case you get lost in the airport, but like, I've been in Heathrow like many, many a time. I fucking love that place. I know it like the back of my hand. I do not need an escort, but it was very interesting nonetheless and a great experience to have. Just thought I'd tell you that because I was just like, this is crazy. Then I went to Miami. I didn't know what to expect with Miami because I've been to Florida before. I haven't been to like LA. The only place in America I've really been is like, like round New York because I have like family in like Rhode Island, Boston, like all like that kind of like what's that called Northeast coast, um and then I went to Universal with my family, and I loved um what's it like what's that called like Universal Park is that what it's called like with all the theme parks and stuff like you know like Disneyland but for Universal, um I went there and I loved it and I had so much fun and it was like such an experience and I loved all the rides it was it was very good but like the vibe of like that area was just not not amazing like I I mean I guess like Florida's a very like Republican state like it's quite like redneck and like it was giving that vibe and we we, like stayed in this place called Clearwater and it was just it was so like what you see on TV American like Hooters and like these like everything all the portions were like this size like not that that's a bad thing but it was just so American and I was just like oh like get me out of here (laughs) not in like a stung up way but it's just like Sometimes America can be a lot and Americans can be a lot. Um, however, I really... So I didn't really like Florida when I first went. I've, I've always loved New York. I think New York is really, really cool and it's not very like America, redneck America. It's not really like that. So I, I loved New York. But yeah, I just didn't think I, I liked Florida. So when I knew I was going to Miami, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't think I was going to like it though. Um, however, it was incredible. I love Miami. I literally want to move there. The whole place literally looked like um, like a movie set. Like it didn't look real. It was so cool. The food was amazing. 
the like beach there is so nice it's like a white sand the sea is like the Caribbean sea like it was such nice weather I mean it was really nice weather because I was there in December yeah December Um, apparently in the summer it does get a little bit insufferable but like I was just like this is incredible like the fact that people actually live here is so cool like there was like I don't know, it had, like, a lot of, like, Spanish influence as well because it's, like, really near... Is it... What, what, I'm going to, like, fuck this up. Like, it's, like, near, like, the Mexican border, isn't it? So it's got, like, a lot of, like, Spanish influence and, like, like the signs were in Spanish, which I thought, I thought that was crazy. I, did, I don't know why I thought that was so crazy. But, like, it was just really, really cool and, like, really cool areas, like, loads of different, like... I went during Art Basel, which is, like, an art fair. So, like, obviously there was quite a lot of, like, cool, like, artsy things to do. And it's not always like that. But I don't know. I just thought it was incredible, like... It was quite like multicultural, like um, New York is, and not like my first experience of Florida was very much like America Red. Like it wasn't like very multicultural, which I just thought. But Miami was really like really, it was just really really cool, and I really really enjoyed it. And I wasn't expecting myself to enjoy it so much. I loved it, and I want to move there. And I was like, why, why, why have I chosen to live? Like you know, you actually do have free choice of wherever you can live wherever you want. I mean, obviously, you, like, you need to be able to get a job and like have money to pay to live there, but you can live wherever you want. I, that's not even true because you need a visa and stuff to move somewhere, don't you? But like, why have I chosen to live in London? I mean, I actually love London, so shut up. But like, it's like snowing here. Like, there's like in the next few days, it's gonna be like minus five degrees when I could be living in Miami. It makes you think. It really does. Anyway, um, I don't have many stories from. Miami because I didn't I only went out once and I actually remember I told you I was doing that whole like sober sober stint I mean it was like literally three weeks so it was so pathetic however it was good for me and I like actually like had the best time I feel like I really discovered a different side of myself like not to be an absolute loser and I feel like I'm just being so dramatic but like I just like I don't know I really saw it's changed my view on drinking completely like I used to think that I had to get drunk or blackout every single week in order to have fun but like no I know that is not the case because I, I did like a full well not I nearly did a full month of not drinking and, and like I, I it's not even like the not drinking bit it's like I actually like didn't go out that much I didn't like go do things and I spent a lot of time by myself like doing things I like and like I, I somehow like kept myself busy the only bit, like shit bit of it was like a night time like at like 11 p.m on a Saturday night like lying in bed was a little bit depressing but like apart from that absolutely loved it like I don't know. I, I really, really loved not drinking. But I was like, okay, I'm going to break it in Miami. If something comes up that's like good enough to break it, I'm going to break it. And I got like I got invited to a party. My friend was going to this party and he was like, and he's like from London. And he was like, oh, do you want to come to this party tonight? And I was like, sure, why not? Let's break the fucking sober stint. Um, so he gave me the address and I show up with my ex-boyfriend who had actually come to Miami at this point because we were going to go to Mexico together that's why I showed up to this address with my ex-boyfriend and it was a boat and I was like I recognize this boat I've seen this boat before it was the same boat that I went on in Saint-Tropez if you're like a long-time listener of this podcast you might remember when was this it must have been like July June or July I went why am I doing this like this is so evil I'm telling I don't know I know that um, <laughs> I went to Saint-Tropez and I went on this boat and it was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had and I told you guys all about it because I was absolutely flabbergasted by the entire thing like this boat is fucking ridiculous it may as well be a cruise ship to me it has a helicopter on it it has pools it has lifts it has it's a hotel it's a hotel that floats it's crazy um and I went on the, this boat in Saint-Tropez and the whole time I was just like what the fuck and then I had to come back like straight away and tell you guys about it and like the people on it I was just like 
like you know me like I love a good like American what's that called like not like even a celebrity like I, I'm talking like icon like like a superstar do you know what I mean like I love an American superstar I'm so invested in it like you know like Demois I it's it's so lame that I read that I think it's like I, I actually don't agree with it at all and I think people are like so entitled to their own privacy and I hate that I read it but it's just like so interesting to me I don't know why that I find like these like American stars so interesting like I just want to know where they get their coffee which is so fucking creepy and I don't know what my obsession is with it but anyway that's like my weird guilty pleasure is reading that Instagram so like whenever I went on this boat I was just like like I was like kind of in my element a bit like just like silently being like (laughs) like I was just gawking the entire time anyway I get to this boat I realize oh my god this is the same fucking boat also you know Drake raps about this boat sorry I couldn't get over that either like I was like why why am I here but um it was a very like busy party there was loads of people on it I saw my friend and he was also kind of like gawking as well and I was like thank god I'm not the only one fucking gawking here um there was like so many like crazy people and I was I'm gonna I would I would fucking love to sit here and tell you every single person I saw because like that that's like I'd be in my element I love telling people that kind of, kind of stuff but I just feel like that's so lame and I I feel like you guys would judge me if I did that so I'm not going to but I will tell you about one encounter I had because it was just crazy and I think I might have been nearly recruited to a cult being a little bit dramatic but let me get into it so there's this man who I i I know and I've seen like he's like in many things I've seen I saw that my friend from London I hadn't seen her in ages and I was like chatting away to her and this man was like standing like a few people away from her and he he's like I, I know who this man is and he was like going like this to me like waving like hello like like really urgently and I was like what the fuck is going on I was like is there someone behind me like why is this man waving at me um and I was just I, I didn't really like I didn't really respond to him and he like walks over and he's like hi what's your name and I was like, am I in trouble? Like, this is the most bizarre interaction I've ever had. And then we basically just, like, got into this, like, conversation. And he was just, like, asking me, like, where I was from and, like, telling me how he's been to Belfast and how he loves it. And I was just sat there the whole time, like, what the fuck is going on? And then he starts, like, like flinching and, like, putting his hands in the air, like, really sporadically. Like, I was like, is this guy having a fucking seizure? Like, what is going on? Like, why is he moving like that? And I was like, are you okay? Like, what is this? And he was like... They're taking pictures of me. And I was like, oh my God, like, (laughs) this is not fucking happening. Also, my ex-boyfriend stood like, like 10 meters away, like just probably watching this entire thing unfold. But I was like, this is too good. Like, I am not like being like, sorry, I can't speak to you. I've got a boyfriend. Like, I was like, this is too, I need to, I need to stay in this interaction for the story. Um, And then eventually he was like, can you put your number in my phone? And I was like, Okay. So I put my number on his phone. Um, and like on, on on the contact bit, like when you put your number in, like obviously you can put your name in. So I just put my name in. And then I literally watched this man take the phone off me, delete my name and then like write something. It was like six words long. And I was like, what the fuck has he just written? It's actually disgusting. It was definitely like bl- brown hair, blue eyes, freckles, front boat, Irish. Like I was like the, this fucking bitch. Um, and that was it. And then he left. But however, this man owns a cult. I swear this man owns a cult. You know, maybe I need to do a bit more research, but this this man is someone that I did a deep dive on recently. Like, if I'm ever watching a show and there's an actor or someone in it or, like, just, like, any really, like, yeah, like, I feel like mostly, like, American actors, I will be doing an intense deep dive on this person while I'm watching the show. Like, I, like, find out, like, where they grew up, like, any scandals they've ever had. Like, I just love doing that. Like, I'm so annoying. Like, if you ever watch a movie with me, I will be on, like, every actor's IMDb, like, as we're watching it. Um, 
I just love finding out these kind of things. I find it so interesting. And I did a deep dive on him like quite recently because he was in something I watched. And like this guy had like such an interesting deep dive, like one of the most interesting deep dives I've ever done. And I swear he owns a fucking cult. So the whole time I was like, this is my time. This is the first time I've ever been recruited to a cult. I'm feeling blessed. I mean, I don't I don't know if he actually was because he never even really mentioned the cult and he didn't ask me to join it. But it's good for the story if I dramatize it a bit and say that I was recruited for a cult. I love dramatizing a story, you know, makes it more fun for both of us. And yeah, that was like, that was my experience with um, Miami. That was the only time I went out. But I was like, this is like such a great time to break my soberness, like drinking on this boat, free drinks as well great tequila it was like really really expensive tequila and I was like this feels like the right time but then the hangover the next day was fucking horrendous like so bad and like I didn't even I didn't even drink that much it's not as I blacked out like I probably had about five six drinks which is like not that much for me like I know that might seem a lot for like people but like that's usually not that much for me like I'm usually a I'm usually a 15 drinker before I'm feeling anything which is like kind of sad and I think maybe I just built up my tolerance a bit too much and like from drinking every single week but yeah it's gone back down and my hangover was terrible and I was like you know what I'm not really into it like I could I could have done that whole night sober and still had just as much of a good time because it was I mean that's an exception of course I was gonna have a fucking good time I was just gawking at celebrities the entire time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Moving forward now, I'm just going to be a bit more selective with when I drink. So, like, I'm not going to, like, it's, if it's a Saturday night and there's nothing happening, I'm not going to be like, oh, let's just go to a bar. Like, let's just get, all get drunk. Because that's what I so used to do. Like, if there was nothing happening, like, I would literally text Tilly and be like, should we go to the pub? And, like, that was just, like, I was just finding a reason to drink. Whereas now I'm going to wait until there's something amazing on and I'm invited to it. And I'm just like, okay, fine, I'll drink. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to search for, I'm not going to search for reasons to drink. Um... And then I went to Mexico. I went to Mexico with my ex-boyfriend. So I need to fill you in and all that. And like, I feel like people are like, how weird is this, right? So I kind of like said I was going to Mexico with my ex-boyfriend on my podcast. And then also, I think I posted a, I posted a TikTok. Like, and you could see him in the background. And someone commented being like, oh, he's at the background. And I replied my ex. Now, you guys listening to this, you will know who I'm speaking about. Like my ex that I've been saying for the past like year. Like, has it been a year? Like, yeah, it's almost been a year. 
and like I talk about him fucking every week and stuff like you probably are so sick of hearing him like you know exactly who he is but people on TikTok like I mean obviously I've got like a lot I feel like TikTok is like my most followed platform so there's probably a lot of people on there that probably don't even know I have a podcast um and they must have just like watched my old videos and knew who like my you remember my first boyfriend John everyone remembers him like I swear it's all anyone ever like comments on my fucking TikToks these days but anyway I had a boyfriend when I was 18 we all if you've watched my YouTube videos back then you'll probably know who he is um but we literally like I was 18 and we went like for six months now we were like I posted in like all of my YouTube videos and like all my videos like in all my TikToks it was very public so obviously like people are gonna like remember him but oh my god it's been like three years and people will not give this boy up like um so I said like oh yeah I'm here with my ex on my TikTok comments and then like it was like trending like John and Olivia like back together and I was like oh clearly don't fucking listen to my podcast like these people have no idea like we we both know it's not him but like these people on tiktok were running with it all my comments were like oh my god yay they're back together like and then finally when i like did post like i, I posted a tiktok of like what my ex-boyfriend like ate in a day um at the hotel we were saying uh, and everyone was like oh my god it's not fucking john like i'm so fucking angry like john is better than everyone and i was like guys i was 18 let, let, we need to move on from this I'm not going to still go out with the same person I did when I was 18 living in a different country, but oh, that's that's just how I go. <laughs> um, it was, like, trending the whole time I was in Tulum. Like, you know that little, like, t- on TikTok, like, on your comment section, you know, like, um the wee blue thing at the top? I don't know. Like, it's, like, the suggested search, I guess. Every single one in all my TikToks now is, like, me and my ex-boyfriend's name, which is just, like, I'm, like, come on. Let's, let's think of something else here. I don't want to be... I, I don't want his name at the top of all my TikTok comments. I'm sure he's fucking loving it. But yes, I went on holiday with my ex-boyfriend, so let's get into that. I don't really know what to expect, because obviously, like, going on holiday with an ex-boyfriend, it, it could be a recipe for disaster, do you know what I mean? We went to Tulum in Mexico, and for the first three days, we stayed in this, like, Airbnb. Um, and it was, like, in the jungle. It was so nice. It was, like, to get to it, you had to go on, like, a dirt track. It was owned by um this american woman who like was so nice to us and like sort of like a moped for us like told us where to go to get food it was just like incredible like one of those like it was like proper like tree horse vibes you know what i mean like i don't know how to explain it it was like made of wood or something it wasn't really made of wood anyway i'll post a photo of it or something so you can see it but it was just incredible um and we had such good food we like went to the beach every day we just relaxed like i what i don't even think we did anything we went to cenote so like in Tulum they have these cenotes which is like I don't know what it actually is but it's basically this like fresh water lake pond thing but it's like crystal clear and like everyone goes swimming in it and it's like incredible look it up it's like it's spelled like cenotes but it's so nice and yeah we just like absolutely did nothing and I was like so in love the whole time because like we've been like very on and off like god guys you know all about it it's been so on and off like so on the rocks so like up and down we literally broke up in September but we we're like still hanging out every day like didn't really know what was going on didn't know if we wanted to be with each other you know what I mean? like it's just very like fighting all the time very probably toxic actually now I think about it but like this holiday like I was just like looking at him like oh I am in love with you which is crazy not great <laughs> no but that's crazy but it was just like it was a very very like lovey holiday and then I, I think like now we're going out again to be honest he did ask me to be his girlfriend and I said yes. So like I guess that would mean we were going out again. But like it was so nice. Like I feel like this holiday just like really like changed everything. I mean, 
going on holiday to Mexico with anyone is probably like it's gonna make anything better. Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you like fight and stuff in Mexico? Like, it was the nicest holiday ever. We just did absolutely nothing, at such great food, and just sunbathed the, the entire time. And it was just like so nice, and I had such a great time, and I felt so in love. Crazy. So don't really have much gossip to tell you there. And um, the second three days we were there, we stayed in like an all-inclusive hotel. And was just like filled with like Americans, and I I really enjoy all inclusive hotels. Um, I went with my friend Tilly to Jamaica, and we stayed in an all inclusive hotel, and it was really really fun because like we just wanted to like get drunk all day because it was like a girls trip. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah, I wasn't really like wanting. I'm gonna take my scarf off, guys. It's really warm in here, and it was really cold outside. But I wasn't really like getting like super drunk this time because I was there with like my my boyfriend. We can call him my boyfriend now. We don't have to call Meg's boyfriend. Um, and because of that, like I feel like I almost didn't get my money's worth with the all inclusive. Like the all inclusive, they're quite expensive, but it can be worth it because you get free alcoholic drinks all day, which like that, that adds up an alcoholic drink, especially like in Tulum, it was quite expensive. I mean, it the maybe just the way I did it was expensive, but like even like. I don't know, just like, I went to the west coast of Mexico before. I went a couple of months ago to a place called Sayulita. And it was like really, really, really well priced and like not overly, not overly Americanized, maybe the word I'm looking for. I feel like Tulum was quite Americanized. Like it was very like, it was just very expensive and I can tell it's because they know that all the Americans are coming there and it's very like hippie and yoga like they're able to like hitch up the prices a little bit um whereas like when I went to the west coast of Mexico it was really really cheap and I I think in future I probably will stick to the west coast the east coast is lovely because it's got like a bit nicer sea and the sea's a bit more calm and like a bit more blue and stuff whereas the west coast I think it's like the pacific I think it's the Pacific Ocean, which is kind of scary and like big waves and shit. Like I didn't really go in the sea. However, I just think it's like better, better vibes, bit less like extortionate. Um, but yeah, no, Tulum was quite expensive, and the all inclusive was obviously quite expensive because like yeah, you get all your alcoholic drinks included and all your food included. So like you can like go out to a restaurant. Like there's like six restaurants or something in the hotel. You can go to any of them. You don't have to pay. Like the room service is free. The mini bar is free. Like everything is actually free. Not free. Like it's all included in the price, so it's quite expensive. But yeah, I didn't really feel like I got my money's worth as well because when I was in Jamaica, we were like drunk the whole time. So like the food tasted really, really good. And I didn't actually like, I, I honestly don't think we had food once when we were like sober. So I probably didn't notice the quality of the food. Like, I, I thought it tasted fine. But then, because I was, like, kind of sober and when we were, like, eating in Mexico, I realised, like, the food is not that great. And I think it's because, like, in the hotel we were staying in, and I think it's because they, like, obviously they're not going to put in, like, loads of effort into this food that, like, you could have unlimited amounts of because then it's not going to be profitable for them. So, like, the food, like, wasn't, like, that. It just wasn't that great. Like, compared to the, the food that I had when I was staying in, like, like just an Airbnb in Tulum and, like, we were constantly eating out in Tulum compared to, like, eating in this hotel, I was like, mm, it's not hitting. So if I could give you some advice if you're going to go to Tulum is don't stay in, like, one of those big hotels because there's a lot of them. Like, there's so many of the big hotels. Um... But I would just stay in, like, a little Airbnb in, like, the jungle. Like, there's, like, you can literally stay in the jungle and be, like, five-minute drive. We got, like, a little scooter, five-minute drive from, like, the centre of Tulum. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't stay in one of those big hotels. The food was not great. I mean, it was obviously nice to have, like, free alcoholic drinks all day. And, like, if I was there with, like, a group of girlfriends, then I think that would be really, really fun. But, um... If you're going as a couple, stay in a little Airbnb. But I would would highly recommend 
going to Mexico on holiday. It's like my favorite place to go on holiday. I feel like I kind of like base um, where I like to go on holiday on the food. Like I always say that, but it's like, if I'm going to Italy, like I'm so excited about it because I'm excited about the food. Like if I'm going to Mexico, I'm so excited about it because I love the food as well. Like um, I feel like that's my two like main favorite foods is Italian and Mexican. Um, whereas like if I'm going to Spain, I'm excited. Like, well, I don't really go to Spain that often. The only place I really go to is Ibiza, and I'm, I'm excited for like the partying, but I'm not excited for the food. I fuck I, controversial maybe, but I don't. I do not like like Spanish food. I don't like tapas. It's just not very good for vegans at all. Like, I'm sure it is really really nice if you're not vegan, but I think everywhere should like I don't know. There should be some really really great options everywhere, and I don't think Spain really caters for it. French as well. Do not. I, I I don't hate Paris. I love Paris so much, but I hate going to Paris because the food is so shit for vegans. It's like well, I mean, like French food is just like what meat and cheese, and potatoes. So like obviously it's not gonna be great for vegans and like. But yeah, like I just I think it really really affects how I view like going somewhere as, on holiday. Like I really 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 want to go to like Thailand or Vietnam because I love Vietnamese food and I love Thai food. I've never been. That's I feel like that's definitely like one of the next places I want to go is somewhere in Asia. I've never been to Asia as a continent. So I really, really, really want to go there. That's like my next bucket list place to go. I think I want to go to Thailand. Oh no, I don't think I do. I think I want to go to Vietnam. Because I think I actually prefer Vietnamese food to Thai food. Um, so that's my next, that's like my bucket list, bucket list, bucket list place to go next. But now I've told you all about where I like to go, like my favorite places to go on holiday. Oh, also like times of year of, hol- of holidays. I think my favourite time of year to go on holiday, I'm obviously fucking so lucky that I'm able to go on holiday at all. Like, this is like a very like privileged discussion to be like, what time of year do I like to go on holiday? Like, shut up. But um, I do think I prefer holidays in winter than to summer because I'm just like, like, well, like for us people that live in Great Britain, Northern Ireland, Ireland, whatever, if you're listening from there, it's like this, I think like it's quite better. Well, here in summer, like it's quite nice. It's like, what? 18 degrees I can deal with that I can make a little holiday by myself here like I could go to the park have a picnic and pretend I'm on holiday do you know what I mean like I actually don't mind it here at all in summer it's the winter here that can be quite dreary you know like is that word dreary did I say that weirdly um obviously like seasonal depression is a huge thing here because it's just so gray and like with the daylight saving time and stuff like we literally get about like three hours of light um which can really take its toll on people's mental health and like it's just a very bleak winter in the UK. Um, so, like, for me, like, my favourite time of year to go away to somewhere sunny is definitely winter. Like, I've, I've never really been away. Um, I don't think I've ever been away for Christmas before. Like, we always spend Christmas. We either spend Christmas in Paris or in Belfast um, because I've got French family. But I've never, like, been away, like, somewhere sunny for Christmas before. I don't know if, how, I, how I would feel about it. Like, I know it's quite a common thing for people to do because, obviously, people get off work, like... Christmas Day, Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. So it's like quite an easy like week to go on holiday. But like, I just don't know. Like, I'm such a homebody, I think, when it comes to Christmas. But then I'm like, actually like, I don't even really like Christmas. Like now that I'm a bit older, like why do I, like why why did my family want to stay at home? I guess because like my, my my extended family live in Belfast. So it would be like kind of grim if we went away to like, I don't know, Mexico or something. And then like, we couldn't see my family on Christmas Day. Um, 
But yeah, no, I'm actually thinking, like, I might try to convince my family to go away somewhere warm next year. Because I, in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I would never do that. Like, I need to be at home for Christmas. And, like, where are my mom and dad going to bring all our presents to Mexico? But then I'm like, I don't, like, I'm 21. Like, I don't really get that many presents anymore. Like, they could definitely fit it in their fucking carry-on. Not in a rude way, but it's like, when you get to 21, you're not getting, like, when we were younger, we used to get, like, a full sofa of presents. Because, you know, you just get, like, little toys and, like, get it all wrapped up. And it was just, yeah, like, we don't we don't get that anymore. You get, like, one or two presents. Not that that's a bad thing. Very lucky. Thank you, Mum and Dad, for still getting me presents when I'm 21. But, yeah, I think I'm going to, no, I'm, I'm just saying that a lot. I'm definitely going to try to convince my parents to go away somewhere hot. That'd be so fun. It's a great time of year to go on holiday, yeah. Like, around, I, I really, really wanted to go away for new year's this year but it was just like too hard to like organize i think if you're gonna go away around christmas or new year's you need to plan it so far in advance because the flights are so expensive the flights i i obviously had to book flights home to belfast for christmas and i i did leave it quite late really stupidly i mean i if i'm i'm not very organized because if i was organized i could have got ahead of it and like gotten like a good price if i booked it like three months ago but i'm not that organized and I only booked it like a month in advance which is like still quite a lot for me like usually I book my flights like two weeks in advance but I booked it like a month in advance and um it was so expensive it was like 300 quid to fly to Belfast it's a fucking 30 minute flight and it's like 300 quid I mean it's like 45 minutes but whatever um and I was like I, I if I had booked like I could get a flight to fucking Ibiza for 300 pounds like this just feels so like daylight robbery um but yeah you have to book for an advance because like me and my friends had kind of dabbled with the idea of going somewhere for new year's i think they were talking about going to sri lanka for new year's um but then like we all left it so late like with the organizing like no one like i think with group holidays like, you need someone to like just organize it all and no one did and then it got to like it was still like a month and a half before like six weeks before like new year's and we looked at the flights and they're like two grand like they were so expensive and i was just like no it's not worth it like i'm not spending that much money on a holiday um so like the flights do get very expensive around that time of year so if you do think oh you know what i could do a bit of a sunny christmas or a sunny new year's next year then you need to book it now like you need to do it well in advance I asked you guys like on Instagram what your favorite time of year to go away is and your favorite holiday destination. So let's let's see what you guys are saying. Someone said mid late January French Alps. So that's obviously like a skiing holiday, right? Yeah, it's it's snowing at the French Alps in January. I actually think I might be going skiing um in January, which I'm really really excited about. I haven't been skiing since I was twelve. But basically my friend owns a brand and he has booked like a big chalet in the French Alps in mid to late January and he was like oh yeah I'm just gonna bring like all my friends out and like just like get them to wear my brand like while we're skiing so it's kind of like a brand trip but it's like all my friends going um so I think that'll be really really fun I, I don't know he was like I the one condition is that you have to be able to ski to come because like he doesn't want like like beginners and like learners like kind of holding the grip back and like not being able to ski and like making everyone having to have making everyone have to go down like nursery slopes and I was like oh yeah no I can ski me that's so fine I I will be like with you guys like on the fucking black diamonds I don't know how to fucking ski like I mean they do say it could be like a bike and like you know you, 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 if you haven't ridden a bike for years the second you get back on it it's just like riding a bike do you know what I mean maybe skiing is like that but the thing is I was never good at skiing I was never very good I was a bit of a nervous skier like so if if I, I was always like my mom used to have like stay behind and, like go on like the like literal the nursery slopes with me because I was too scared to go on anything else so like I am thinking if it comes back to me like that that's not gonna be a good 
good thing. But we'll see how it goes, you know? I'm quite excited as well because obviously the last time I went skiing, I was... I think I was 12 or 13, whatever. I was I was too young to drink, so I've never done the full, like, upright ski thing. So I think that's going to be really exciting, but also kind of hell for me. Because, like, if upright ski, you obviously, like, you get... You start drinking at, like, 4 p.m., I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know because I've never done it before. But from what I can tell, you start drinking at, like, 4 p.m. And then you go skiing when you're drunk, which I think that would be really, really fun, to be fair. But then you, like, drink all through the night and then you have to wake up at, like, 9am and go skiing. Like, let's not forget, skiing is a sport. It's in the Olympics. Like, me hungover waking up at 9am, first of all, doesn't happen. And second of all, doing sport. Like, this does not sound, like, fun to me. Like, I've always just, like... I kind of, like, refrained from going skiing in the past seven years. I'm just like, that sounds like hell. I don't know how it's gonna go, but I'll update you guys if I ever go skiing in January. I think like all all the responses on my story are all kind of agreeing with me, saying the best like time and place to go is like well summer sunny in winter. Everyone's saying like Bali at Christmas, Mexico in October. Um, someone said Barbados in December. Oh, someone said Barbados, Sandy Lane at Christmas. They threw such a fun party. It's like she's rubbing it in my face. I I don't know if I ever told you guys about this time. Like, my parents, I don't know. Like, it was before the recession hit. (laughs) We just, like, started up this, like, family company. It was doing really, really, really well. My parents were slaying. It was, like, a development company. And we, they got us, like, all five of us, they brought us on a trip to the Sandy Lane, which is, like, this crazy hotel in Morbados. Like, it was, was, like, Simon Coyle had, like, bought a suite there. I don't know if, like, the people there just told us that to, like, make us, like, feel enticed. But, like, it's an incredible hotel. Like, look it up. It's, like, my dream to go back there. Um, But it's so fucking expensive like so like my parents like paid for us all to go like all five of us which I by the way I will never ever do like if I have children like you are not fucking coming on a nice holiday with me like I will bring you to an all-inclusive like and I, that's why I was thinking actually like while I was in the all-inclusive like obviously it was really really nice but I was like this is perfect for families like I feel like going on holiday like, and bringing kids and like having like find a restaurant every night and like bringing your kids out for dinner would just be so fucking long whereas in like an all-inclusive like they can just kind of run free and they can go like to the kids club and like they can go for dinner by themselves and they don't have to pay for anything like I feel like that would be perfect and that's what I'm gonna do whenever I if I ever have kids but if I'm going to the Sandy Lane my kids are not fucking coming with me like absolutely not the Sandy Lane Barbados is for me and me only like I will literally not even bring my husband like I will go on my own um but yeah my parents brought us there and then and then the recession hit and (laughs) we never quite had a holiday like it again but it was incredible I, I did like finally think like okay maybe I've gotten to a point in my life that, like I can treat myself like I can go to this hotel like you know I've, I've, had, I've had a good year like let's just let's go let's just bite the bill and I went on the website and looked at the the, the dates and like the most like, I don't the most expensive hotel ever I don't understand how maybe it's got more expensive over the past few years but like fucking hell if if you ever see me at the Sandy Lane in Barbados, know that I have just suddenly fallen into millions. A lot of people are saying Bali as well. Um, obviously sunny place to go in the winter. I really, really want to go to Bali, but I was kind of thinking. I don't know if I've, I've said this to you guys before, so sorry if I'm repeating myself. But um, I really, really, really want to go to Bali. Obviously, like I feel like everyone I, I feel I, I feel like everyone I know is going to Bali at the minute um but I don't want to go for like a week's holiday I feel like I want to like live there for like a month or two I 
I, I obviously think it looks like a dream holiday destination, but I prefer like the look of the lifestyle there. Like, like when I see people living there, like I, they're, I'm obsessed with their Instagrams. So basically, I know someone that that lives there. Um, you know, Motel Rocks, like obviously the clothing brand. Well, they're like based in Bali. Like their team lives in Bali. So like obviously the the girls I know that work for them like well a few of them live in London as well but they live in Bali and like their offices are in Bali and like just the life that they live looks incredible like they all like live in these such nice apartment like duplex things like they all have like cats like they've adopted cats and like they like go to the beach in the morning and they get their acai bowls and they go to work and like they do their work in their really really cool office and then they like for the weekend they'll go off to like is it the Gilly Islands or something like an island with their friends and it just seems so fun and like I just I want to live there more than go on holiday there but the only problem is I've got two cats now I've got children so I can't just uproot my life and move like I actually so like because I I really really amazed luckily somehow I bought my house um so I feel like I I, I can if I, take the cats out of the equation I feel like I could move away whereas like if I was renting I would obviously never move to Bali for two months because then that's just like two months of my rent in London just gone to waste whereas like now I've bought my house like I could just have like I don't know like my sister or something stay in it for like a couple months over summer if she wanted to um and it doesn't really feel like I'm throwing away money but the, the thing is I can't so so I, I could move to Bali but I just I don't think I could leave my kids you know, I feel like my cats need me. Sometimes I feel like cats don't even know if like they can't distinguish people from each other. Like, so, like I, I say my cats need me, but I do think if I just put another girl in my house with brown hair that fed them, they wouldn't be able to tell it's not me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if cats have that intelligence in them, especially my cats are dumb as fuck. Um, but I, do, I don't know. I, I have been thinking about it a lot recently because I'm like, I literally like, I, I oh, my podcast shit actually... <laughs> I'm sitting here being like the only thing I do is make YouTube videos and I could still make YouTube videos in Bali but I couldn't I don't think I, could, I don't think Spotify have a studio in um, Bali so maybe I'm, maybe that's just like a dream that's a far off dream like in a couple of years maybe I'll just move to Bali for three years. I'm just like I don't want to travel like how long is it to Bali I swear it's like 30 hours traveling or something maybe not but it, it feels like it's that far away and I'm not traveling 30 hours or 24 hours or however long it is to go to Bali for two week holiday and then come back, it just feels like such a waste. Like if I'm going that far, I'm moving there for three months. Do you know what I mean? I just I just have this like desire in my heart. I'm sure you do as well. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want to live in like a sunny place, like really beautiful country, like cool people, cool food, cool everything. Like of course you want to live there for two months, but I I just don't know if I'm ready to uproot my life just yet. But I just feel like that's definitely something like you know you know me. Sometimes I'm a little bit impulsive. Like I, I like change a lot. So I feel like that's definitely something like that's in the in the future for me, but just not right now. Alright, I'm gonna head off now because obviously it's snowing, and I want to put my cats in the back garden in the snow and let them pitter patter around. I was just like slabbering what my cats loads, saying that they're really dumb, but they're actually really really cute, and I missed them a lot while I was away in Miami and Mexico. So now I just feel like I need to spend some quality time with them and just let them see the snow for the first time because it's the first time either of them will have seen snow. So I'm gonna go home and do that. It's gonna be really really wholesome. We'll have some hot chocolate. It's like a proper snow day. Oh my god, I'm gonna watch a Christmas movie. I feel like really, really Christmassy, not snowed, obviously. Because I'm not really like a huge Christmas person. I'm actually like kind of considering getting a Christmas tree. Because last year I got a fake Christmas tree and I was gonna like put it up this year and I was like, I kind of hate fake Christmas trees. And like, why am I gonna put up a Christmas tree for me to just like take it down like two weeks later? Like, I'm not even here for Christmas. Like, there's just no point. But I like, know I'm just thinking like it snowed. I'm like, I should definitely get a Christmas tree. So maybe I'll do that today as well. Anyway. I hope you enjoy this podcast and I'll see you in next week's podcast. Love you. Bye. 
Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.